What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first uh, episode of Mandem Sports. I'm your host, El Nino. I'm here with my co-host, uh, the boy, Young AR. Yeah, yo, what's up? And uh, let's get right into it. Um, we want to talk about the season opener of the NFL that happened a couple days ago. Uh, it was the uh, defending champs, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, against the um, Houston Texans. The new, the new look. Houston Texans, you know, fresh off of, you know, trading DeAndre Hopkins and bringing in David Johnson, along with bringing in Brandon Cooks. It was, it was a really, really new look, an interesting look. What the Um, hell is Bill O'Brien doing? Everyone's asking, like, how the hell do you get rid of Nuck? Like, one of the surest hands in the league. He must know something that we don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens out there in Houston. The Chiefs on the other side, though, they have a lot of uh, pretty much the same team. 100%. They picked up a hell of a gem of a running back. Yes. And uh, it's exciting to see what he's going to bring to that team. Um, With the Chiefs, the Chiefs, like, you know, keep on keeping on. You know, the richer the richer get richer, as you said. They picked up a dynamic running back. Um, like, he's a grown man. You saw what he went out there and did. Like, no, just... In case you missed it, he uh, had, I believe, 22 or 23 touches for about 137 yards, if I'm not mistaken. Very impressive for a a debut for a rookie on a defending uh, Super Bowl champ. And the Chiefs are trying to be the first NFL team to repeat as champion since the 0304 Patriots. Exactly. And I am a Patriots fan. In case you didn't know. Also, back to Clyde Edwards um, Hilaire. He's the first rookie to debut with over 100 yards and a touchdown since Saquon Barkley. And we all know how that boy gives it up. So he's in good company and he's going to do well if he just keeps it up and they keep him upright. I really thought that game was going to be a a lot more closer than what it was. Uh, I believe in um, Deshaun's uh, heroics. He's going to need a lot more of that this season until they can figure out what it is that they got going on there. But it's going to be definitely interesting to see. Keep your eye on that. You know, Will Ferrell will uh, be the one to flourish the most with Nuck gone now. So. Uh, me personally, I, in my fantasy league, I drafted Deshaun Watson. Um, for the first eight weeks, he's going to have the hardest schedule amongst quarterbacks. So it's kind of going to be one of those things. He's just going to have to, he's going to get thrown into the pit of fire with these new receivers. And he's going to figure it out as he goes. But guarantee, like, look at him past, past week eight and then see how, you know, when he gets the continuity with these receivers, you're going to see a turnaround. And some people might be singing Bill O'Brien's praises or they might not. But this is his last season, his last chance anyways. And he's going to get fired if it doesn't work out. So for his sake and for Deshaun Watson's sake, they need to figure it out. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, let's move on now to um, Sunday's games. Uh, we're looking ahead. Uh, the first game we're going to take a look at is the Seahawks versus uh, the um, Atlanta Falcons. Falcons. Um, we can look at um, the Seahawks first. They've kind of had a lot of continuity. They've lost uh, the Legion of Boom, so to speak. It's not the same look anymore, but they have picked up some key uh, pieces, one being uh, the addition of Adams. Jamal Adams, the best safety in the league, going there to work with Pete Carroll. He was the best safety in the league, and he was just a disgruntled player. He wasn't happy. The New York Jets suck. So he's going to go get a change of pace, get that good fresh air. Well, probably not right now because a lot of wildfires is happening on the West Coast. But he's going to get that good fresh air. He'll be out there. 
just feasting on quarterbacks. The NFC West, they like to throw, they get it up, they air it out. So it's gonna be it's gonna be very good for those guys throughout the year. Now in terms of this matchup, both teams have continuity, like you said. I don't know really how it's gonna go because on the other side of the ball, Todd Gurley came. And that's gonna do that's gonna, you know, offset Jamal Adams coming over there, you know, despite people saying he had a bad year last year, Todd Gurley still put down twelve touchdowns on the ground. And Matty Ice is gonna be Matty Ice. Yes, he still he is. got um Julio. And Calvin Ridley. Which is a up and coming, you know, very, very good uh, receiver. They out lost there. Austin Hooper but replaced him with Hayden Hurst, who they took from the Baltimore Ravens. That should be very good. Um he was one of the fastest athletic people on that team. Um he's very fast and this whole team is pretty much fast. The uh, the coach Said that Todd Gurley's speed is there. He is limping when he's not playing, but when he's on the field, they're saying that he's running fast and explosive. So I'm interested to see how that's gonna go. Um, I'm I'm interested to see the, what the Atlanta Falcons can do on the defensive side. They haven't been too great on that side. The Seahawks have been historically pretty good on that side. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. There. I personally don't think they can stop them. Um, Seattle has Chris Carson on the ground. They got um, Will Disley coming back from Achilles injury. He was doing well when he was playing. They also got Greg Olson coming from the um, Carolina uh, Carolina Panthers. He's going to be the tight end number one. Still got my boy Tyler Lockett, 1,000-yard receiver. And then we got DK Metcalf, who's a beast. And he's going to be in his second year. He's only going to get better. And at the helm is Mr. Dangerous. Dangerous, who surprisingly has never gotten an MVP vote ever in his life. This year, he hopes to change it. If they... If if Pete Carroll gives the team to Dangerous to go do what he needs to do, this team can make it very far, possibly to the conference finals. That's my prediction. But they have to give him the reins to the key. They have to give him the keys to the car. The reins, you know, it's they a, have to get turned over. They're in a tough division, so it'll be definitely something to watch throughout the season, how, how they go. So let's move on to the next matchup. We got the, uh, the New York Jets versus the Buffalo Bills. Boo. Uh, somebody's a little bit biased right now, but you know, no disrespect to those teams at all. Uh, we just want to quickly preview the uh, the matchup on the Jets side. You know, they haven't been too good for I don't know how how many seasons I can remember lately, but they, forever they've got a uh, Le'Veon Bell out there, so that's always a solid uh, player. Anyone that has uh, Le'Veon Bell in your fantasy leagues, you already know what he's capable of doing and. He's always got to be the workhorse out there because there's not much really going on the Jets side of things. They got Frank Gore, Inconceivable Truth. He's just going to keep running. You know, LaMichael Pirine, who is their third um, running back, he's going to be out with injuries, so it's going to expect a heavy dose of those two. Frank Gore's not going to catch the ball, so like you said, if you have Le'Veon Bell, plug him into your fantasy things, into your fantasy lineups because he's going to be catching the ball uh, a good amount. As usual, he does that anyways, but... Right now, he's in for he's up for um, a good amount of targets. We'll see what what how uh, Sam Darnold continues to develop. He's been had his struggles, but this is going to be all Bills, and I really think the Bills is one of the top teams, if not the top team in the uh, AFC East. They have uh, good on both sides of the ball. Defense has been one of the better defenses in the league, and uh, they can only get better, I guess. And they've added additions of Steph Stephon Diggs which is a huge pickup for them, uh, a good weapon for their quarterback, um, 
Josh Allen, who has a cannon of an arm. So that's going to be very good. They still have Cole Beasley running the underneath routes. They still have John Brown, who's a burner himself, who's going to be working along number two corners and things like that. So expect a lot of separation like that. Josh Allen's going to do wonders for people, and he also uses his legs. The second um, second quarterback behind Lamar Jackson in terms of rushing yards in the league. So, yeah, keep your eye out for that. Plug him into DFS if you want to. Fantasy, this, all sorts. This is a Bills Bills win for sure. That's that's what I'm calling. So let's go, move along. Uh, we got the uh, an NFC North matchup with the Chicago Bears versus the Detroit Lions. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what in the hell is going on in Chicago. They weren't sure about who their quarterback was going to be. They ultimately uh, signed a very capable uh, backup, but they still went back to Trubisky. They must know something that we don't know, and they truly believe in him. It must be a continuity thing. Um, he's had built a rapport with all the receivers there. Um, he's got um, Tari Cohen, uh, pass catching back. You got Jordan Howard, who might not be playing. He's a little bit banged up, but I think he'll play. Um, he got the receivers. He's got um, Allen Robinson, is number one, who's been doing his thing. I've been hearing good things about uh, their number two, Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller. He's been uh, they've been raving about him out of the camp. He, he's uh, improved a lot, so we'll see. what Jimmy happens Graham there. has gone there also to make a correction. Jordan Howard has left. Um, it'll oh, be David Montgomery that you sorry, meant to say. Yeah. Jordan Howard went to the Miami Dolphins. And Thanks also to go back. No, no, that's what we're here for. And to go back to Mitchell Trubisky, what I feel that the coach knows, Matt Nagy, is like I feel if he went with Nick Foles, he can't go back to Mitchell Trubisky. So I just feel like Mitchell Trubisky just got the job just because of seniority. And he's knowing Mitchell Trubisky, he's going to – He's going to mess that job up and, and give up the reins by, like, week four. That's my prediction. Then Nick Foles will come and right the ship because they're a very talented team, especially on the defensive side of the ball. You already got Khalil Mack. They got Robert Quinn, who came from Dallas, and he had 11 and a half sacks last year in the bounce-back year. He did that with no Khalil Mack on that side. No disrespect to DeMarcus, to DeMarcus Lawrence, who's going to be a beast in his own right, but he's not Khalil Mack. So imagine what, what Robert... But Robert Quinn is going to be doing off the edge, and they still have Akeem Nix in the middle, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be um, their their front set and Roquan Smith, the linebacker. So that front seven is um, pretty dynamic. I couldn't really name any of their DBs right now off the top of my head. So that's just how I feel. Kenny Galladay on the other side, if he were healthy, he's going to be doubtful. He would eat those guys. Um, but since he's going to be doubtful, look for Marvin Jones to have a big game. Matthew Stafford, before he got injured, was on 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 pace for MVP uh, MVP season over five thousand yards. Um, he's going to be back. He lets it fly, and uh, it'll be good to see him get back to more of that. Um, but man, the Bears they they need a kicker. That's one. That's like one of their Achilles heels. They they could have had a further uh, postseason run if they had a fucking kicker. They don't. <laughs> they still don't. Who's their kicker right now? Eddie Pinero. Yeah. I believe so uh, let's move along to another nfc north matchup we got the uh green bay packers versus the minnesota vikings uh it seems everybody's healthy good to go on both uh squads it's interesting to see how uh aaron Rodgers continues to do with uh in matt lafleur's system um they've got pretty much the same weapons they had last season a few additions here or there i 
a lot of people are always high on Aaron Rodgers. He's a bad man. He does his thing. So we'll see what he does in against the Vikings team that has a pretty good defense uh, returning. They've always played them well. Um, it's going to be an interesting matchup, to say the least. What I'd like to say with Aaron Rodgers, I think this is the first time that you know his expectations have been tempered. Um, nobody's really talking about him to be um, MVP. Uh, nobody's really, even in fantasy, he even went pretty late. So now I think like he's going to be pretty pissed off and he has something to go improve. Um, it's it's going to be big on his wide receivers to step up. We're not going to talk about Devontae Adams because he's certified and bona fide. We need to, we need Adam Lazard to step up. And I hear that they've been training over, over the off season. So look for that wrong matchup. And Equestrian Brown, he needs to step up. And what, Scantling? Marcus Valdez Scantling, they need those guys need to step up. Um, usually, Green Bay does a good job of in house of, of producing receivers in house. I don't know what's been happening over the last four years, but they do need to figure that out. On the Viking side of the ball, it's going to be interesting to see where the offense is going to go with Steph Con, with offensive coordinator Kevin Stefanski leaving. He's now the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. That was he was very big for Dalvin Cook. Are they still going to be a running team? Are they going to be a throwing team? Are they going to be a throwing team with 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 with, with Stefan Diggs leaving and Adam Thielen having to be the number one? Who knows? Now Justin Jefferson is coming up, the rookie. Can he come in and step in? There's Belash Johnson. I don't really have much faith in him to be the second, so Justin Jefferson has to come over and take his spot. So um, we'll just say that maybe... That, that game is up in the air. I, I'm not choosing a winner on that one it right now. It is up in the air. Honestly, I would have went with the Vikings before, but Daniil Hunter is not playing. Yannick Ngakwe, who just got there, um, he's going to be in a new system. It's probably going to take him like two weeks or so because he's a natural talent to get on top of everything. But, yeah, that's going to be a pick em. So let's uh, move along. we got another matchup in the uh, AFC East now, which is the Patriots versus the... Dolphins. Cam. So this is something that uh, everyone is looking to to see. There's all eyes on on New England. Yes. Uh, how they will fare without their great, uh, legendary Hall of Fame quarterback Tom Brady gone. Right. That's a uh, been pretty big news in the offseason. Everyone should be aware that Tom Brady no longer is the quarterback quarterback of uh, New England. He had left to Tampa Bay Bucks. They brought in Cam Newton from the Panthers, and. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if uh, Cam can revive his career because he kind of uh, tailed end out of uh, Carolina there. People had lost uh, notice of Cam for a while. They think Cam's kind of washed up, but I think he'll be uh, revived under Belichick. He always brings the best out of his players. Um, the Patriots, there's talk about their um, defense not looking the same. They have a lot of uh, key, key guys that are not um, playing um, for COVID reasons and stuff like that. But, um, again, that team always is the next man up. They're very well coached. Um, the Dolphins as well, like... Um, very well coached. They've been in shambles for quite some time. I think it's about time that they start riding their ship a little bit. They have the pieces in places. They have um, the management in line. It's it's going to be interesting to see what what they bring this season. Well, everybody thought they were going to tank last year. They were going to tank for Tua. They still got Tua, even though they didn't tank. Got Ryan Fitzmagic, 
who gets it done. He's a real, real hardy veteran that's gonna, that's just a gunslinger. Their coach, Brian Flores, is from the Bilicek tree. He went over there. They started off bad, and he's starting to get it. He's starting to get it correct. He's brought in interesting off-season acquisitions. He brought in Jordan Howard. He brought in Matt Breida to shore up the running game because last year, Ryan Fitzpatrick was their leading rusher. You cannot have that in this league. Um, on, their, on the back end of defense, they took Byron Jones from the Cowboys and put him back there. And he also brought in another person in on defense that I can't name off the top of my head. But look for this Miami Dolphins team to be a bit surprising. Um, I don't know if Tua comes in. Well, sorry. I do know he'll come. I just don't know when. Ryan Fitzpatrick generally usually loses his job for like three to four weeks in a year, and he comes that back magic in. Magic runs out. And, but <laughs> it comes back. It comes back. And, it, you know, as a Patriots fan, trust me, I know last year we lost to Fitzpatrick at, at the end. Now, if we're talking about Fitzpatrick, who is he throwing it to? He's throwing it to Devontae Parker, and he's throwing it to Preston Williams. Also, Mike Gusecki, their tight end. They got weapons. Devontae Parker, look for him to be held down personally. That's how I feel. If you're going to pl plug in anybody, I think this week, it'll be Preston Williams. <clears throat> but, yeah, that's just what I feel from this week. It's going to be a win for the Patriots, but I'm a bit biased. I'm the in-house Patriots fan no, here. I agree. It, it, it um, looks like it's going to be a win for the Patriots as well. Like, Cam still got um, Edelman. He's still got, um, you know. Keel Harry. And all sorts. Also, what we got to remember for all the people that's doubting Cam. Cam is 31 years old, also the same age that Steve Young was when he took over the reins after Joe Montana and went on to go win some championships. So it's not over. He won an MVP, unlike Steve Young beforehand. He's still Cam. He still has an Adonis of a body. He's going to get it cracking, and he's never played for a good of an offensive line as he has this year or a good coach. Look Expect big them. things. Yep, definitely. So let's move along. We got the... Uh, interesting team name, which is the Washington football team. I don't know what that even means, but they're facing the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, this is a uh, NFC East matchup. Uh, they always play each other very well, tough. Um, Philly is good on the defense. Uh, so is uh, Washington. They're going to slug it out. It's going to come down to who wants it more. We got a, a young quarterback in Haskins mm -hmm. versus a kind of lately injury-prone Carson Wentz. A lot of people are high on Carson Wentz, but can he stay healthy? Can he re, uh, reproduce what he's done in the past? Um, what do you think? Um, if he stays healthy, he's shown that he's, um, that he's a comfortable quarterback. He was actually first in the MVP race until he got injured the year that Tom Brady won. Um I think that was 2014 or 2015, one of those two years. Um, yeah, they're going to do well, but unfortunately, he just doesn't have the help receiving-wise. Alshon Jeffries banged up. He's going to have to depend on um, on Jalen Rager and Deshaun Jackson, who, who's coming back from an abdominal injury himself. He had um, surgery over the offseason. They have Miles Sanders, and he still has his trusty Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard was starting to um, creep up and be better in my personal opinion, then Zach Ertz towards the end of the season. I think um, him and um, Carson were starting to develop a rapport. They always say that um, tight ends are quarterback's best friend, right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, also, on the other side, you got Ron Rivera coming over to the Washington football team. Change the culture. They definitely need it. They're a dumpster fire of an organization. <laughs> 
Um, can Dwayne Haskins uh, make his step up in, in year two? I believe in him. Um, hopefully he can. They got there. That you know, Terry, scary Terry, Terry McLaurin. Definitely. Um, if you people are in DFS or if you people are in fantasy and, and, and you're facing people that don't know any better and he's still on your waiver wire, I suggest you pick him up. He led the team in targets, receptions, and yards, and touchdowns last year. Um, the running back division on that team is all in shambles. They lost AP. Darius Geis is injured again. So um, I think Antoine Gibson is going to be the guy that's going to um, mm-hmm. hop out of that backfield. Could be wrong. We just have to wait and see. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Philly on that one. Um. If Philly was fully healthy, I would go with Philly. I just feel like this is going to be an upset. I like the front seven of the Washington. I think they're going to get after him. And, and that, that's just my personal opinion, yeah. All right, so let's move along to another matchup. We got the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers, they're going in a bad di- direction. They're trending uh, like they're trying to tank maybe. Um, no disrespect to their quarterback situation going on right now. I cannot name the starting quarterback off the top of my head. Teddy Bridgewater. Um, unlike my coast, I, I actually, I'm excited for this game. I'm actually excited for the Panthers season. I wasn't the biggest Teddy Bridgewater fan. I'm more of a fan of the coach and the offensive quarter that they brought in. So Matt Rule comes from college football. Also Joe Brady. He was on the LSU. He was the coordinator for the LSU team. They came from college. So what's what is what I think is going to be very um, telling is how they deal with this this team during COVID. They're gonna they're used to having players for one year and making playbooks for their players and going just going about it. They don't really know their players too well. That's the college level on the NFL level though. It's it's a little bit different sometimes, right? They need a little bit more. Um, continuity. They need a little bit more um, reps and practice. Without the uh, off-season preseason that they usually have, it's it's hard for a lot of teams to get their players up to speed and get ready for NFL action. So it'll definitely be interesting to see how well those coaches they they did have very well uh, uh, reputations on the college level. So it'll definitely be interesting to see how they 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 do but um the the raiders the las vegas raiders mm-hmm. let's talk about a little bit about that with gruden going on over there um Derek Carr. i i'm not a fan of Derek Carr at all um i he better, I don't he better have watch any... himself because you know a man's waiting in the cut to come take his job like what happened to him out there in in uh, tennessee exactly. he's Marcus looking for a little Mariota. bit of revenge on that end so that's definitely something to be monitoring in the season, the quarterback situation they got what going on. What I do on like is my boy Josh Jacobs and Henry Ruggs. Also, Brian Edwards. I just don't like the quarterback. You know, I love the coach, John Gruden. That's my guy. You know, and he's very creative guy. Very creative. He knows what he's doing. It's just Derek Carr is just not the answer. Aside from his 112 and 4 season where he broke his ankle, he, he, he hasn't done anything to even, even. To be speaking glowly of his man. I mean, they got a they got a new stadium, but unfortunately, with the whole pandemic of what's going on right now, it's not going to be utilized to its best. But hey, it's going to be uh, exciting for that team to play in a new city. I know the uh, original Raiders fans; they're probably missing the the Raider Nation out there in Oakland. But hey, it's going to be exciting to see what they bring this season and if they can uh, have some success that they've been looking for for some time now. 
Uh, let's move along now to the uh, AFC North matchup with the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens were uh, they had the MVP of last season in Lamar Jackson. He's coming back very strong. Another season looking to replicate that again. He's got some um, same weapons in uh, Brown. He's got a plethora of running backs to help him if he doesn't decide to run it himself because we know what he's capable of doing running all over a team. Um, their defense is still uh, very strong, one of the better defenses in the league. Don't forget about Mark Andrews on the offensive side. That's Lamar Jackson's favorite target, a tight end. Um, also, that's one of those things where it's like you, DFS, pay for him. <laughs> you know, pay for him. He's going to get his targets. You're going to get your money's worth out of him. Hayden Hurst left, like I said earlier. So who's going to compete with him for targets? I don't see anybody. So time will tell on that. But for week one, Mark Andrews. Yeah, um, on the other side of it, we got the Cleveland Browns. They've been um, grabbing at straws, so to speak. Um, they There was high expectations of them last season, and that didn't uh, turn out so well. Um, they got pretty much the same team coming back. Uh, you know, they got Odell, they got Landry, and they got uh, Baker Mayfield, who a lot of people had a high expectations of. Let's see if he can, um, you know, hone it in and focus in on what he needs to do and improve on and utilize these weapons that he has because they can do a lot of damage if they just play the right way, take care of the ball and stuff like that and play good defense and uh, don't crack nobody over the head with their helmets. Let's not do that anymore, please. Also, once again, on offense, you, you seem to forget the tight ends, my friend. Oh, they no, got Austin forget. Hooper that came in. That's going to be very good for Baker Mayfield because he likes to throw to his tight end. David Njoku, who's also still there. He's probably going to be on the chopping block, but for now he's still there. So look out for that. Two tight end sets, along with those two wide receivers that had 1,000-yard seasons. It's, they have everything in place to be good, but will the Browns still be the Browns? Yeah, and I don't want to make it seem like I forget about these tight ends. I just don't really mention them because they're quarterback's best friends. I expect them to really do their thing. If, if it's like a tight end that's really not doing something, then you have problems. And that's like a safety valve, you know? So um, let's uh, move along to another so matchup. The head coach, Kevin Stefanski, the offensive coordinator Sorry. from the Vikings, he now runs the helm over there. It's going to be very good for Nick Chubb. Everything that happened with Dalvin Cook, I believe that's going to happen with Nick Chubb this year. And they also have Kareem Hunt, who people forget. They have a very, very stable running back team. They have a very stable offense. Now, on the defensive side, like you said, as long as Miles Garrett is not out here cracking people on so over their heads with helmets, they should be all right. <laughs> yeah. So let's move along to another matchup. We got the Indianapolis Colts with a new uh, starting quarterback and the kind of questionable what's going on with the Jacksonville Jaguars. They've pretty much sent off all their like star players it seems like they're angling for a tanking season Minshew mania baby um him and his mustache can come back and recreate some of the magic that they had in the past but i mean offensive weapons are gone now what what, what can he produce it'll be um, interesting to see uh, you know he's got some some guys that are capable of uh production but again, can they put it all together, or are they just gonna just throw in the towel and say, like, 
screw it, we're just tanking. I think I think that the organization, the franchise, wants to tank, but I think everybody in that locker room, they don't want to. I think I think Gardner Minshew has people that's behind them, DJ Chark. Um, you also got the addition of Chris Thompson, who came over with Jay Gruden, who's the new offensive coordinator. And when you think about Jay Gruden, you got to remember people like Kirk Cousins, who he made, and Andy Dalton at a time, like you know, so. He he knows he knows how to work with a quarterback. Um, I think Gardner Minshew. When you think about Gardner Minshew, Gardner Minshew had a better year last year than Kyler Murray. He threw for more touchdowns, um, and he did that when just virtually out of nowhere, just out of the closet, just came in and just started banging with his mustache. So now this year, I feel like people, I uh, think even though people are going to be paying attention to him, he has a quarterback um, whisper as his um, OC. I think the big things are going to happen, and you're going to expect other people to step up that you never even heard of. So yeah, look I, out for I, that team. I, I wouldn't be surprised. That's, that seems to be a trend in the NFL when when management wants to tank and the pride of the players, they don't want to give up. Like as a man, you're just not going to go out there and just. You know, take a loss just in front of uh, friends and family on national television. You're gonna put up a fight. So, but on the other side of things, we got the last year's Bengals or whoa, Lions whoa, whoa. of past. No shots fired, please. No shots no, fired. Fire, shots fired. Shots <laughs> fired. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts a little bit. You know, they had their uh, surprise retirement with Andrew Luck, and they had to uh, make do with Jacoby Brissett. They did relatively okay, and now they go and add. A very very capable uh, veteran quarterback in Philip Rivers. He's while he had his uh, time in uh, Los uh, Angeles and San Diego Chargers, um, he didn't have that well of an O line, but he always seemed to make make it work. He always uh you know had his um dump offs to his uh running backs, his tight ends, and he's had very capable receivers, and now he's has the same kind of similar weapons that we'll get into a little bit, but he's got a very good O-line, very good defense, very good coach. We'll see uh, what kind of exciting things that they can do. Like I said, they're, um, he has a weapons. You know, got a very exciting rookie running back. Um, he's got... Uh, Say his name. Say his name, Jonathan Taylor. There you go. <laughs> you know, if 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 you weren't aware in your fantasy leagues, if he's out there for some strange reason, you need to pick this guy up. He's very spoken highly of. If you watch tape, very uh, electric, electrifying like player. It'll be definitely exciting to see what he can do. I expect big things. I know you expect big things from him. Definitely, um, especially behind that offensive line, which I believe is the best offensive line in the league. If not one of the best, if not top three, yes. like it's there, them and the Cal- Dallas Cowboys and whoever else you want to put in there. But I feel like you have, they have Marlon Mack, they have Jonathan Taylor, you got Philip Rivers who's never had an offensive line. He's out there running for his life, and he can't even run, and he's still making it work. Then on the outside, you got, you got Ty, you got Paris Campbell, and you got Pittman Jr. That's coming inside there. You also still have Jack Doyle. Um, I like I like this Colts team. It's gonna be a sleeper team, but uh, in this matchup, Colts are running away with this one. I think. So um, let's move along now to some afternoon matchups. Uh, we got the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Cincinnati Bengals. So we kind of know how you feel about the Bengals already. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did draft one of the most prolific uh, quarterbacks in college yes. in Joe Burrow. 
So now let's see what what they can do. Are they going to take him and make the best out of him and and bring back AJ Green, who a lot of people overlooked because he kind of didn't do much last season. There, there's it's a little bit of disrespect. Like this man has put in a lot of work in the past. Yes. I I don't agree with people overlooking him, but give him Joe Burrow instead of the Red Rifle. I think he writes that ship. Um, as far as their defense, I mean, they got some injuries uh, currently with Geno Atkins out and their um, Sean Williams. Sean Jared Williams out. So those are tacklers out yeah, of the backfield. So that, that's big. Um, you know, that's big injuries. But like you said, the Bengals have been not doing too well, and they haven't been showing any signs of hope. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow is the biggest hope that they got going on right now out of there. Um, I will say that they do have a talented team. They have Auden Tate, who um, who stepped up and did what he had to do last year. John Ross, if he can just stay healthy, my God, that boy can fly. And oh, yeah. if he can just open up the field for them, things can happen. I know Joe Burrow is good, but we've got to see how that translates to the um, to the NFL level. Um, I did see some <laughs> some some videos of him in training camp running for his life, so. We'll see how that goes for him. Also, they still have Joe Mixon. Um, they can sign him to an extension. He'll be willing to to see if he can prove prove that he's worth that money to the doubters. Um, the Chargers on the other side of things, you know, they've still got a pretty similar defense to what they've had. It's been pretty dominant. They got a Bosa brother out there. Yep. Um, the offensive side of things. Uh, the quarterback. I don't recall right now who ended up winning their Push starting. Push respect on Tyrod Taylor's okay. name, people. So I guess that's what they're going with, Tyrod Taylor, and you know, Austin Eckler. He's he's shown he's very capable in the past. Give him the right situation. I think this is a good opportunity for him to again replicate some of the success he's had in the past. Like you said, Austin Eckler is a very reliable uh, outlet for him. A very capable running back. He can. You know, run it up the middle, and he can catch it. He's, um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he led the running backs last season with uh, the highest uh, percentage of um, catching, um, catching catching plays. The yes. I wouldn't even be surprised. Most of his, I wanted to say it was about 30% of, of uh, plays uh, were designed for him to catch, and he's very capable of doing that. Look for him to replicate that. They still got, you know, Justin Jackson out there. Um, so. I will say about this Chargers team, it's one of the few teams that just can't catch a break. It's one of the few teams that their best players are always getting injured. If you remember last year, Hunter Henry, which is a tight end that people are speaking going of, he missed some weeks. He should be there this year, but Derwin James wasn't around last year, and he just tore his meniscus, and he's going to miss significant time again, which I thought would have been a stout secondary, one of the best in the league. They got Chris Harris Jr. Mm-hmm. He's one of the best in the league. Um yeah, they they just can't catch a break. We'll see if they can weather the storm. But in terms of this first game, um, I'm going to give it to the Chargers myself personally. I think it'll be a close game, but I'll, I think the Chargers will pull it. Yeah, I think I agree. Like uh, The Chargers should pull away just the winner with this one. Let's uh, move along to another very exciting matchup. Um, it's been hyped about a lot. We got the uh, New Orleans Saints. Um, versus the new look Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so uh, we could talk right away about the the, the Buccaneers because that's what everyone wants to know uh, how Tom Brady is gonna fare in his new uh, warm 
uh, Florida uh, location. You know, he's uh, out there playing golf maybe right now, enjoying that hot weather. But he's getting into the serious grind mode right now, and he's going to do his thing. He's got uh, great weapons in Mike Evans, you know, who right now is looking a little bit doubtful, a little bit banged up. But I expect him to play. I expect him to get out there. They've got uh, receivers. They've got uh, running backs. You know, they're capable. Didn't they just pick up um, Leonard Fournette? Leonard Fournette, yes, they, just they did. They picked up Leonard Fournette. They still have Rojo, Ronald Jones, for those that don't know. Still have him. Um, they still have LaShawn McCoy you know, on the sly. Nobody's really talking about that. Um, Gronk came back. They, they bought Gronk out of retirement. Out of retirement. Um they got OJ Howard who's still there and he's been um he's been doing well in camp, um, according to Bruce Arians and Chris Godwin. They got they got a lot of players. And then on the defensive side, they got they got people that's gonna only get better playing with the GOAT during practice week in and week out. So he'll definitely make people better. We we, we expect Tom to do the things that he he's been uh, doing and showing that he's capable of. But I'm interested in seeing how Bruce Arians utilizes everybody else and gets the best out of everyone else. I know that he likes to use old quarterbacks. That's kind of been his thing. So um, he did the Carson Palmer experiment, did he not? In in, in Arizona, Carson Palmer had 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 good um, had good stats and all. They just never it just never materialized into like wins and going far. I do believe Tom Brady is a different different kettle of fish, different breed. Oh, definitely. So it's like we're just going to see, but he's starting right off the gates against the against the Saints, who is they believe is their division. They have Cam Jordan on the defensive line who's always wanted to sack Brady, but they just never been able to face each other. So now he's chomping at the bit to get him. He's going to get him twice this year. So they have that. On the offensive side, you got Drew Brees who Hall of Famer. This is his last ride. You know, he's going all out with it. They just brought back Alvin Kamara. They got Latavius Murray. They got Ty Montgomery, who they brought in. Um, They got Emmanuel Sanders, who they brought in. Jared Cook is still there. And then we can't forget Michael Thomas. The number one leading receiver in yards and catches last year, was it? Made a set a record. (laughs) Setting records. That's how prolific he is. And, you know, you can only get better. Right, so I can't wait for this game. This is my game of the week. It's going to be a high-scoring game, I think. I I think I think the Saints are going to pull it off. They're going to welcome Brady to the new division with a with an L. They can get it back later on in the year, but just not this first week. So let's move along to a uh, NFC West matchup in the Arizona Cardinals and the San Francisco 49ers. This game is in jeopardy as it speaks right now because currently there's wildfires that my co-host mentioned earlier happening along the West Coast. They're monitoring the air quality to see if it's uh, good for the players to get out there. So something that people might want to keep their eye on, it might get postponed or relocated. But if, let's just talk about it as if it was in a happening, you know, the Niners were uh, in the Super Bowl, um, happened to lose, but they pretty much came back more or less the same with the additions of some uh, receivers now. Um, it's definitely going to be uh, interesting to see what Jimmy G does in that division. Um, they've got Kittle. They've got Debo Samuel. They've got Mostar, which was a monster near the end of last season. Let's see if uh, Shanahan can 
continue that run and and get back there to the the Super Bowl. I know a lot of teams that went to the Super Bowl, they the following season they they struggled to to have that dominance again. So in that division, it's you got the the Rams, you got the Seahawks and the Cardinals who they're facing there. It's going to be a tough division. It's going to be interesting to see what the Niners can can replicate from last season. Um, on the Cardinals side of things, we got Kyler Murray with the addition of one of the best receivers in the league with uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who interestingly enough negotiated his own contract. I thought that was very very cool. But um, yeah, given uh, what's his name, Cliff Berry's. Uh, Air raid offense um, in the Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray, you give him now the sure hands of Nuck with the things that he's got had over there. I am excited to see what, what they can do. It just happens that they're in a very tough division. Alongside you know? the ageless wonder, Larry Fitzgerald, oh. um, Christian Kirk. Um, they lost to Marion Baird, who was a burner, but they will be able to figure out. They got Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds, both guys who do the same thing, very dynamic. They can catch out the backfield. Um, this is going to be nice. Um, although I do feel this is going to be a slaughter. Um, 49ers last year, they dominated the Cardinals. Um, Jimmy G, yeah, I think he threw for eight touchdowns, no interceptions in the two games that he faced the Cardinals. Also damn near a thousand yards, um, in the, in just the two games. And I never really looked at the wide receiver core last year until the addition of Emmanuel Sanders I never looked at they had good receivers anyway so the fact that he was able to do that then right now he still doesn't have good ones but he'll still be able to do enough even without Debo Samuels I still think they got what it takes to beat these guys they have a, a full-on game they they can run the ball they can pass the ball to the tight end also their offensive line the Cardinals offensive line is in shambles and if we're going to talk about a front seven the 49ers front seven is elacious, led by a Bosa brother. So expect for Kyler Murray to be running around all day. Yeah, he's going to have to try to get that ball off quick because if not, he's going to be in a world of pain. Uh, I, I think I agree it's going to be a Niners uh, win, but uh, it's um, going to be interesting to watch. Uh, that's um most of the sunday games but the sunday night game is a very interesting one i'm excited to see what the dallas cowboys can bring this season and uh it's the la rams um like i said the rams are in a very tough division they've been hanging around trying to recreate some of the magic they had of uh two years uh ago um dallas on the other side is um it's going to be this year. It's going to be our year this year. You know, it's the same old story that they've got going on for, I don't know how many years. I'm but, on the bandwagon with them this year. But I, I, I believe that this year, <laughs> they, they, they might have this it this year. This is the year that, the, they, that they finally make it to the Super Bowl. Yes, definitely. They have. They were looking good on both sides of the ball. You know, Dak Prescott, uh, very sure quarterback. Um, he's very safe to have in your um, fantasy leagues. He doesn't turn the ball over too much. He's not that uh, risky, you know. Um, they've got Ezekiel Elliott, one of the best running backs in the league, uh, offensive line, who's uh, one of the top five in the league as well. You add um, uh, the addition of Amari Cooper from past. We see what he did, and he'll definitely be able to recreate some of that. And now they have the 
that exciting young rookie in C.D. Lamb. Yes. If he's available in your league, please go out and get him. People that are not privy to it, this is going to be something special to, to watch. It's exciting to see what that can uh, get out of him. I also believe this is the year that Michael Gallup takes the number one spot away from Amari Cooper. That's what I personally believe. If you look on the stats, especially towards the end of the year, uh, Michael Gallup's, um, he produced more. Um, even the coach Mike McCarthy says he looks on Michael Gallup as a number one. Truthfully, he said he looks on all three of his receivers as number one. But mm, that's, that's um, <laughs> that is more of a deterrent for me for Amari Cooper, and that's definitely a positive for Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb. But like you said, like if you have Dak Prescott in your fantasy football, you have a, a, you have abundance of riches to throw to. It's going to be great for, for you in fantasy. It's going to be great for Cowboys fans throughout this year. I This year, I don't believe that the Giants can do anything to them. I think that the Eagles are going to be banged up. And although I do like the front seven for Washington, I don't think that they can they can bang with them either. So it's they're going to run away. It's Dallas' division. Sure, yeah. They're going to run away with it and see them in the Super Bowl. The Rams, you know, they got Goff back. They've uh, relying a lot on Cooper. He just got a uh, Cooper Cup. He just got his uh, extension. So they're definitely looking to him. They've lost um, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley, but uh, they have some exciting uh, rookies there. The, um, what was the, the kid's name? Uh, I think it's Acres. Oh, Cam Acres. They're running back. Yeah. They have a running back committee after the loss of Todd Gurley. Uh, I do think that he'll be the one that's going to win over Malcolm Brown. Um, I think Malcolm Brown will start off the season. But just by, out of veterans. Yeah, just out of veterans, off of seniority. But by week three, this is going to be over. By the time they realize what they have on their hands, Cam Akers is a stud. Also on the offense, they have Robert Woods. Can't forget about him. Oh, He's sorry, just a, him. He is just a model of consistency. Um, he's always there. He doesn't really get injured for them. You got Tyler Higby, and you got Gerald Everett, who a lot of people are really forgetting about. Um, and then you got Jared Goff and, and Sean McVay. I'm personally not a fan of Jared Goff, but he, Sean McVay makes it easier for him to make it so he can succeed. Um, He's trying to maximize and get the best out of his quarterback. On the defensive side, they got that beast in Aaron Donald. Yes, they do. Um, but they have lost a lot. A lot on defense, and I think this is where the team is gonna lose is gonna lose face at. Well, they did uh, add uh, Ramsey, did they not? Make him yes, they the did. highest paid corner in the league. Yes, they did. But they lost Corey Littleton. Yes, they did. So we'll see what Sean McVay can can try to recreate that success he had previously in that division. Like I mentioned, is very very competitive. They got the the Niners to worry about, the Seahawks, and. Uh, the Cardinals. There. Another key loss, they lost Dante Fowler also. Yes, they did. But uh we'll see what uh what they can recreate. I'm going Dallas on this one. Oh yeah. This is and this is the first game in SoFi Stadium. I'm looking forward to that. This is gonna be a track meet. Nobody's ever played on this grass. It's it's gonna be a high scoring affair, but I do have um I do have the Cowboys winning this game. Those those are the the full slate of Sunday games. Well, we're going to look a little bit ahead into the future for the Monday games. we got two games going on on Monday. we got the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, which is my squad, and we got the New York Giants. Um, 
the Giants, you know, they they haven't been had much success recently. They've been kind of a joke. But uh I think they with that new coach they got now, which is from the Patriots yes, uh is, Joe tr- Judge tree. I've heard uh, a lot of things coming out that he's demanding uh, a lot more accountability out of that team. So it'll be interesting to see what they can get out of Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley. He's going to do his thing undeniably. But that defense definitely needs to uh, get their act together or whatever. They, got, they signed Logan Ryan, a Patriot and alum. He understands um, the system that I guess Judge is going to be bringing there. Um, they also took Blake Martinez from the Green Bay Packers. So that's he's that's a over 100 tackler, short tackler. Um they got they got places. Um I will also say I was not a Daniel Jones fan, but upon like research over the he's was another one that also threw for more threw for more touchdowns than Kyler Murray. So um and he had a lot of injuries to be fair. Saquon Barkley was injured, I think it was like two or three games. Um Who's the guy that can't really like stay on the field? His wife is a model. What's his name? Who's that? His wife. He's his, his Shepherd Sterling Shepherd. That guy. He can't stay injured. He's Italian, but Jesus, he's always injured. He reminds me of Jordan Reed. But um, <laughs> yeah. If they was if they can get people to stay healthy, they should be able to do some. Like I said earlier, it's still the Cowboys' division to win. But this year, there's a seven seed, so. Could they push for it? I don't know. Don't stay tuned for our picks. They're they're facing a, a team that's looking to have a bounce back season. The Pittsburgh Steelers. They had one of the more dominant defenses last season, but on the offensive side, man, they stunk. They had a little bit of trouble with the quarterback position. Ben Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger being out with his elbow injury. They they tried duck dodges. Yeah, they tried, you know, experience with 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 Duck and and Mason, and they those things didn't go so well. They had glimpses of, you know, of of of, of exciting play, but overall it just wasn't consistent enough, and they just missed out on the playoffs. But look for this team to 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 be bouncing back in a strong way. Roethlisberger can be healthy again. They've got a plethora of weapons on the offensive side. They got Juju. They got Deontay. They got uh, Connor. Um, Jalen Samuels, um, they've got a few other pieces that are up and coming that need to develop more. Didn't you guys just sign Eric Ebron this offseason? Oh, yes, they did. And like we've been talking about the, a lot, the theme that you like to be going with, the, the tight end <laughs> is the quarterback's best friend. This is not something to be overlooked. He is a very uh, athletic um, tight end. They did have the monster of Vance McDonald. I don't know if you guys remember when he just stiff-armed that guy into the next dimension. <laughs> but he's coming back. Look for those kind of plays to happen. Roethlisberger historically likes throwing to his tight ends as well. Um, so that would be definitely um, exciting to watch what, what he can do there. And I'm in a- the fantasy terms, the last time Ben Roethlisberger was healthy, he was the QB3 meaning he was the third best quarterback in the league. So, there you go. He he's um he's been known to air it out, get those yardage, uh make those big plays happen. So, we'll see if those guys can do that on the defensive side of things. It's majority the same same team coming back. Um I'm excited to see what this defense can do if they can recreate and maintain that that kind of physicality and dominance that they had shown last season. I'm going Steelers on this one. I'm gonna go Steelers with you as well. This is not even gonna. This is 
This is going to be a coming out party for Ben and Juju. Let's just hope that the butterflies, he can shake those off early because, you know, he might be a little bit rusty. Shake that off and then, you know, kick some butt. Um, the next uh, matchup on Monday is uh, the Tennessee Titans versus the Denver Broncos. The Tennessee Titans, I honestly did not see that coming last season. But now that I'm aware of what they've got going on over there, I expect this season to again replicate some of the same success. They can only get better. They have been coached by someone from the, again, Patriots tree yes, of yes. coaching. So a lot of players from the Patriots origin have moved over to the Titans. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, they they, they, they took their uh, kicker. Lewis and Steven Guskowski is you know? there this year. Yes, yep, yep, yep. So yep. They, they, they've brought a lot of pieces that will improve that team on both sides of the ball mm-hmm. on the defense and on the offense we we got on the on the offense the um uh sorry the quarterback ryan Tannehill. ryan Tannehill, who revived his career and made Mar- mariota uh dispendable mm-hmm. so he's gonna look to recreate some of that magic he had last season they got that beast in the running back that He's like a that gorilla of a man. Derek I was Henry. trying to find a, an adjective because I couldn't find it, but thank you. Yes, that who can tackle him? Nobody, not one person at least. You know, definitely gonna... not Earl Thomas. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, the, the Denver Broncos, you know, they they this isn't a team I'm excited to see. This is my low key dark like dark. This is not my dark. It's my sleeper team because dark horse. Dark Horse is implying that they're going to go far and do something. This is my sleeper team. Um, I love everything about this team except for Drew Locke. I like him, but I don't love him. I love everything You're else about the team. Him. No, right? Yeah. But I, I, I did notice near the – there's not much to go on uh, his success or, or lack of, but if you pay attention to how the season ended – Four and he, one in his last five games. And, and he threw quite a bit of yards. He took care of the ball. Mm-hmm. I've been saying continuity matters in this league. Yes, it does. He has an off season now mm-hmm. in under his belt. Um, they've Cortland got- Sutton's gonna make a sophomore rise. They got Jared Judy, KJ Hamler, Ryan Melvin Gordon, along with Philip Lindsay. This is a very good offensive team. If they can just grow with each other, they can they can go far. On the defensive side, I know they have a big key injury in Von yeah, Miller. It's unfortunate for Von Miller. Get healthy, Von Miller. Bradley Chubb, who was on his way back, they were going to be a force. Um, yeah, it's yeah. very unfortunate on the defensive side. That's what's going to slow this team down, I think. Also, to go back to the offense, I feel like I'm beating this. This is a drum. Tight, oh, end, tight end, Noah Fant. Look out for Noah Fant. Very big year for him this year, I believe. I agree. <laughs> um, but I'm saying this is easily Titans game. Uh, they're going to win this one. Yes, they are. Jadavion Clowney signing with the Titans. Um, he signed with Mike Vrabel, who was his coach when he was in Houston, whom he had his best season with. Expect that to be good. Um, yeah. That defense in Tennessee is gonna be is gonna be very nice. The only thing that Denver is gonna have on their side is is the is the altitude. So, with a lack of an off season, they might be able to catch people slipping. But I still think that Tennessee is gonna win this game. So there you have it. That is the full slate of upcoming NFL games. Uh, I hope some of this information can help some of you people if you're into the betting, if you're into the fantasy. 
we will be able to expand a little bit more if you are interested in certain uh, stardom and sitems. Uh, we'll put out some more content on uh, who who you can advise and like who you can play. Um, but yeah, this. Um, we're gonna do our picks. We're also gonna show other people that's within the studio. We got our boy T here. T, what's up? What's up? Let the people know who yes, you sir. are, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In the building, and behind camera. You know, behind camera. You know. Then we got we got our boy. We got our boy Capo. Yo, talk to the people, man. What up? What up? You know. So, what we gonna do here? This is what we're gonna call our picks in terms of. This is the beginning of the season. We just want. To see who people think like who are the who's gonna win a division, who's gonna be your Super Bowl picks. You don't have to pick the winner, but we're just gonna put this down now so that later on in the season we can all look back and see who hit and who didn't hit. Now, I'll start off first. Um, NFC East I already said Dallas is gonna win this. Um, NFC North, I believe the NFC North is gonna go to the Packers. NFC West which I feel is the the best division in football. I think the Seahawks is going to get it. Um, the NFC South, I'm going to give that to the Saints. AFC East, Patriots, but I'm biased. Um, AFC North, I think the Ravens are going to get it again. AFC West is the Chiefs. Like you got to beat the champs. You got to beat. You got to beat the champs. You got to beat the. You got to beat them. That's just until they're beat, the Chiefs, and AFC South. Which is another, another very good division. And now that I look on it, I'm gonna go with the Colts. I'm gonna go with the Colts. Those are my picks. Um, my MVP of the season. Russell Wilson was my MVP of the season. Um, and then my Super Bowl picks. I have Chiefs and Seahawks. And that's my Super Bowl pick. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, I guess uh, sleeper teams. My sleeper team. Sleeper team on the AFC side is going to be Denver. And on um, the NFC side, the Panthers. Interesting, interesting. All right, well, let me run through the divisions. Um, the NFC East will start off with, I think it's Dallas's. Um, the NFC North, um, I'm going to go with the Vikings on this one. Um, the NFC West, um, I'm going to go with maybe the Seahawks. They pull it off. Um, the NFC South, I'm going to go with the Saints um, as well. Uh, the AFC East, I'm choosing the Bills for this one. Um, the AFC North um, is probably going to be the Ravens. Um, I'm going to go with the AFC West, the Chiefs, because they're just too dominant compared to all the other teams in their division. And uh, AFC South, I'm going to agree with you on the Colts pick there. 
I do think they're just going to come out of nowhere. Phillip Rivers with that new team he's got. I think they can pull it off. The sleeper teams for the AFC. Um, I, I don't want to call this a sleeper team, though, because this team has been so dominant. I'm going to say they're a sleeper just because a lot of people are kind of hoping that they don't do well that they've lost, Tom. Okay. But I'm going to go with the Patriots as, as my sleeper team. Okay. Just because I think that they they don't lose a step here. No. That, I know that may not be a traditional sleeper, but that's just what I'm going with now. Um, the NFC. Um, shoot. You know, there's a lot of exciting things on the NFC side. Um, I'm going to go, though, with the probably... Probably, um, I'm looking at it. This is not too much. It's not too much. That's why, I like, that's how I, I, I ultimately ended up with the Panthers. Cause it's like, realistically, the NFC is is stronger than the AFC all the way. So any team can really like pop up. The Panthers is just the one team that I really don't expect to make the playoffs. Like compared to all those teams, but I think that they do have a good chance. I think, like like I said earlier, I think people are sleeping on the fact that nobody, not every team has had a real offseason, so these college coaches are really going to make a difference. The game uh, is more towards college. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, Um. you know what? I guess I'm just going to go with the Packers as my sleeper team because, um, you know, they haven't been too dominant maybe they make a push this this season to bring back to their dominance that's that's what i'm gonna go with the packers so yeah uh for my super bowl pick i'm gonna go saints on the nfc and i'm gonna go ravens yo um yo i think I think I'm going to have to take the Seahawks out because I, I literally said Dallas is going to the Super Bowl during this podcast. You got to, we're got to, we're got to <laughs> remove. No, don't edit it. I've just, just just fixed it up. Take out the Seahawks and replace it with Dallas. The Chiefs are still making it. So it would be Dallas versus the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. That would be a good fucking Super Bowl. Uh, well, 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 <laughs> well, it's going to be an interesting season. We'll take a look back at this months down the line and see. In See, December. you know, <laughs> if we're gonna laugh at her, laugh at each other, or, sure. or or you're gonna have to buy me some drinks or something, you know, uh, if, you know, if I'm on it like that. But you know, yeah, this has been the first episode of Mandem Talk. You're not gonna let the homies get their picks, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just Yo, T, you gotta give your like, pick, or you're all right. Like two sleepers. Um, I, I like. Um, Sorry. I agree with Steve on the Bills. I like the Bills. Okay, so that's well your sleeper. Year. All right. Um, Who's your I, MVP? I like, I like um Did you give MVP? I, I like two two uh, the Miami Dolphins. Gonna be a little sleep. they're gonna be do better than last year. So okay. They're, they're gonna be Forgot about that team, so that could have been but but I already yeah. Yeah. And um yeah, I like to win I wanna um as you can see uh, either the Chiefs or Dallas. One so of you think Chiefs and Dallas it. is going to Super Bowl as well? I think so. Who's your early MVP um vote getter? Vote getter. Who do you think's gonna get it? 
I think it's still gonna be battle for a couple of years. It's gonna be Mahomes versus Lamar. Versus Lamar. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. For a couple of years. And Steve, what do you think? You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the the the. It seems to be a favorite, like a lot high expectations on Dallas side. I'm thinking the MVP might might go there with Dak. Maybe. Disco. Okay, disco, and there you have it, folks. <laughs>